Thank you so much. Let's give it going for everyone you've heard stories from already tonight. Awesome stuff. I have notes because I was like scribbling this out like right when I got here. Um, but I lost my virginity when I was 16 years old on a one-night stand with a woman who was seven years older than me, uh, unprotected on a camping trip. And it was the most terrifying experience of my life. <laughs> Before I had sex, my biggest concern in life was having sex. I had a lot of friends who were like natural risk takers, you know, fucking skateboarder types, you know? And every time I jumped off a cliff and like narrowly missed a rock, I would be like, Caleb, you gotta be fucking careful. You haven't had sex yet, dude. Be fucking smart. And so when the opportunity arose, I wasn't gonna be like, let me think about this. Is this the right decision? Is this the good call? No, it was like, just have sex, then move on. Um, her name was Sabina. Yep, Sabina. And uh, she was nice. She had brown hair. She's a little short. She had a nice smile. Um, I, I met her because I was a, a friend. She was a friend of a friend, my friend Mark. And we were on a, a camping trip. Mark wasn't older than me, by the way, either. So that was weird. Uh, um, and so we were on a camping trip with uh, just us and then Mark's older sister and, uh, and her friend. And when it became nighttime, you know, we were all laughing, having some drinks, uh, sharing stories. And slowly I felt like a magnetic pull between Sabina and I. Um, and, you know, slowly our chairs started getting closer together, like our hands started touching and stuff like that. And I was thinking to myself, like, tonight might be the night, you know, like this could be it. After tonight, I can die in peace, <laughs> you know. Um, and so, uh, you know, when everyone starts retiring, we, you know, we make our way to the tent. And in the tent is Sabina, me, and my friend Mark. Um, Mark left. I know, I know, I'm sorry. I know everyone wanted Mark to not leave, but Mark left. Um, and I should say now that Mark, since this, I don't know, long, long years later, became a born-again Christian. And I should have seen that as like the Christ-like sort of saintly act that would have been foreshadowing for his later life change. Uh, but I didn't. I just was very grateful that he went and slept in the car at the time. Um, and so, you know, we're, hitting, we're, we're hanging out, and we start, uh, we start kissing. We start heavy petting. She starts performing her own saintly acts on me. Uh, I try to reciprocate. Didn't work. Wasn't good. We moved right past that. Um, <laughs> and uh, without getting into too much detail about, you know, the sex, there was a point uh, when I could see her back, uh, the small of her back, to be specific, and she had uh, a tattoo on the small of her back. It's a tramp stamp, if you like to shame people. Uh, and it was, um, it was a hardogram. It was a hardogram shape. Does anyone know what that is? It's like, uh, it was from the band Him. It's like for hard rockers and skateboarders and Bam Margera. Those are <laughs> the three groups of people that have the hardogram tattoo. Again, I, I don't know if some of you guys are picking up on any of these red flags that I'm laying down. There's... 
quite a few of them are kind of coming out. Um, but anyways, the next day we were in the car ride home, kind of awkward, not as much talking going on as there was the night before. There's a sinking feeling in my stomach, regret, uh, shame, uh, uh, guilt. What would my mother say? You know, like she raised me better than this. It didn't become full-blown fear until literally the next day I was at my friend's house and we watched the movie Kids. Has anyone seen the movie Kids? <laughs> the movie Kids is about a bunch of fucking kids in New York who just give each other HIV is essentially how the movie goes. And so immediately after that movie, I was diagnosed by myself with HIV. <laughs> I, you guys, I didn't think I had HIV. I fucking knew <laughs> I had HIV. <laughs> you know, I was like, what am I gonna do? What do I do? Who do I tell? Like, uh, like, I, I was just became instantly depressed. I like didn't. It was like already past the denial stage. Like landed on the depression stage of grieving. Like four steps later, I was like, "Yeah, I have it." I would go to high school and I could kind of like hang out with my friends and kind of forget about it. But then like every once in a while, it would well up and I would be like looking at everyone, just fucking laughing, smiling, like not a care in the world. They didn't know what it was like to have HIV in high school, you know? And then like at home, I was like, what do I do? Do I tell my parents? Do I tell my mother that her only middle son has HIV? <laughs> you know, that would, that would break her, you know? And then I was like, what? like, you made the mistake, Caleb. You need to live with it. Like, what am I gonna do? Ask my parents and my family to like pay for the expensive medical bills? You know, this is like 13 years ago. Like AIDS was a big fucking deal. It's expensive. You could cure. You could go out and live with it, but like you'd need to pay a lot of money. So I was like, am I gonna make them pay that money, or am I just gonna like go find a tree to die under, like a dog does when it's sick, like instinctively, you know? And I chose to just slowly die. <laughs> that was what I chose. I was like, I'm not gonna tell anybody. I'm just gonna die slowly. Um, and. Like, and this went on for months, because you can't just go get tested for HIV, right? Like, you, like it takes a while. Um, so this went on for months, and then eventually I decided to hunt down Sabina. And, um, and you know, because I couldn't get all this stuff out of my head. I was like, why would she do this? Well, like, she's seven years older than me. She had this tattoo on her back. She did that like she did it countless times. She didn't know how to spell her name. Like, what the fuck? You know? And, and so I finally hunted her down on AOL Instant Messenger. And uh, after some short kind of like little banter, because there's no playbook for like, hey, yeah, the weather's been crazy lately. By the way, do you have HIV? Um, so I just kind of came out with it, and she just laughed her ass off at me. And I have never felt a more beautiful humiliation. You know, it was amazing. It was like this wave of just like, oh, my God, maybe I don't have HIV. <laughs> you know, like this, or like, even better, like, maybe I just got cured of HIV that I definitely just had, you know? Uh, and so I felt a lot better, you know? And then uh, uh, a, month, you know, a month or two, month later or so, I went to the clinic and actually got tested. And, and uh, on the way home, you know, I, the results came out. They were negative, um, which is good. And uh, I, I went home when I was driving. Oh, my home, I felt so great. And I was thinking to myself, like, what did you learn? You know, what have you learned in this whole process? Because 
before I had sex, I was like, this is the most important thing in the world. You need to have sex, right? Um, but then, you know, after the fact, after you face, like, possibly being fucked to death, like, literally, you know what I mean, on the first try, uh, I started thinking to myself, like, you know what, like, it's, it's, it's probably time to add a few more list items to my bucket list. <laughs> Thank you, guys.